The following episode of the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio, includes advertising provided by our network, GCN. If you'd like to subscribe to an ad-free version of the program, plus the exclusive After the Paracast podcast, please visit www.theparacast.plus. That's P-L-U-S. Once again, that's www.theparacast.plus. The gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. I have to tell you that I've never seen Skype being so uncooperative as it is in putting together this episode of the Paracast. Now, to refresh the memories of our listeners, or my memory too, we had scheduled a David Perkins Roundtable for our October 8th show. And the guest lineup was to include Chris O'Brien, Greg Bishop, David Marler, and George Wingfield. Guess what? We got the others connected. We couldn't get George to connect. So finally, we decided to have him on separately. Okay. All well and good. So we've got the connection tested already. We tested it just the other day, George and I, to make sure that we can communicate properly on Skype, and everything worked beautifully. Then today, we're ready to do the show, and nothing worked. Skype wouldn't let us create a conversation <laughs> for 20 minutes. <laughs> I don't know why uh, this is. I really don't. This is a British iPad. Well, that should make a difference. We talk to people from Great Britain all the time. I mean, the other week we had Philip Mantle from the UK, and of course... Irina Scott from the U.S. and Tim and I. Weirdness. <laughs> anyway, we're ready to go, and we'll have George tell us his remembrances of his friendship with David Perkins in just a moment. Why don't I just kind of catch up on a couple of things? So first of all, on our October 15, 2023 episode, we featured Christopher Harmon. Now, Christopher is a MUFON star team member, being therefore a senior investigator, but he also claimed to have psychic abilities and remote viewing abilities. So we gave Mr. Harmon a chance to do remote viewing of my environment and Tim's environment. Tim, he kind of got, okay. Mine, he was totally wrong in many major respects. He had it right that it was in a room. He described the room incorrectly. Multiple screens, I have just one. Multiple light settings, I have just one, etc., etc. It's like he was looking at a different office. We then had him do a psychic reading of us. And with him, I guess he did okay. With me, the basics were pretty well on track but nothing that requires psychic abilities to understand. Then he added three elements that I thought at the time might have significance, 
But I've kind of rethought them. Number one, that I had a close relationship with my grandfather, but it was actually trying to have one. That I owned a luxury car in the 1980s, which is true, but doesn't take any great shakes to expect that. And three, that I had a thin mustache at one time. And I thought, how would he know that? And then I realized much later that there are photos of me from the 70s and 80s, probably with a mustache. And therefore, if he did a little bit of research before doing the show, he'd know that. So, so far, the remote viewing, not so good. The psychic abilities, nothing special. And then he promised to do a healing of me and Barbara. He said he would do a psychic healing from where he is to where I am in Arizona. And I specified a couple of things, a couple of conditions I had, lower back pain and stiff legs, which at my age is not uncommon. At that, my wife had some visual issues. And he did this first right after the show, then again on October 27th, and said I should see some results in a few days. We're doing this show on November 8th for broadcast on the 12th of November. Okay? All right? So, what happened? Nothing. I don't feel any better. Barbara's eyesight has not improved. I wrote him asking if he had any further information to offer us. Haven't heard back yet. But this kind of gets my frustration, folks. Over the years of the PowerCast, I've said we are willing to be fair to a psychic and see if they can demonstrate their abilities on the show. And we haven't really had much luck. We've had a couple of other people try. Haven't had much luck yet. Tim, do you know any psychics who we could see if they'd come on the PowerCast? Not offhand. I'd have to think about that a bit. It's it's not like that's a crowd that I tend to uh, run with, and and definitely I definitely avoid the whole you know one eight hundred call psychic uh, bunch. Yeah, we tried one of those organizations that advertises on the radio with a lot of money, a big budget. And they guarantee the results, and Tim contacted them at least once, more than once probably, mm-hmm. to, see, yep. to see if they could send the psychic to our way and if we could test their abilities, crickets. <laughs> or maybe they're psychic crickets, that's it. George, do you, you know any, do you know anybody psychic abilities who'd like to give us a try? Well, I can't, can't say I do. Um, I have in the past uh, come across a few psychics. I've never been terribly impressed by what they told me. You know, they they usually talked a lot, and uh, they could remote view, and there's nothing very convincing. Well, there you go, folks. I guess we'll have to think of some other way. But if you think you have psychic abilities, we're not judging you. Just come to the PowerCast, and we will see if we can get some results. Okay, I want to bring up another thing, and this is something that George would want to get into. I sent a copy of an article about the current Pentagon UFO investigation project, okay? This is the AARO, 
as opposed to the APRO, which was a UFO organization from some time back. And the guy in charge since 2022 is a guy named Sean Kirkpatrick, a physicist. Well, guess what he's leaving? He said, I have accomplished everything I said I was going to do. What did he do? Okay, well, he has the website. Maybe he's organized it behind the scenes. But do you guys think he's accomplished anything, George? I don't know. I, I, I haven't been following this one, but I'm interested, certainly, if you've got any, uh, anything new on this. Only thing is that he said that David Grush, this guy who claims to be a whistleblower to have information about reverse engineering alien craft that we have, had alien spacecraft, he has not produced any evidence of that. And Kirkpatrick said that they invited him on a number of occasions, I think eight, to come on over and prove that he really has the information he claims to have about reverse engineering and the existence of crashed spaceships, crickets. So, you know, David Grush is going to have to explain himself. Maybe he thinks they're going to pull a fast one on him, which is fine. He could say that, but say that. So that's where we go. Tim, anything on your end? Well, I've been hearing, in fact, that there was some kind of accusations of impropriety on Kirkpatrick's part and that he was basically asked to step down. But now that I'm saying this, um, the details, I'm going to have to to look up and see if I can flesh that out a little bit more uh, later. But I get the impression that he's not leaving voluntarily. Let's talk about that and other things. As we progress with George Wingfield, Gene Steinberg, Tim Swartz, you are in the Paracast. Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. 
Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at TeamG'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at TeamG'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. TeamG'day.com TeamG'day.com what if people always acted the same way they do when they're driving their cars? Good morning, Mrs. Blanchard. How may I help you? I'd like to cash this check. Sure. I'll just get my pen Come here on, and... lady. Get oh, a move goodness. on. Where'd you learn to bank anyway? Ooh. Whoa, don't you give me that look. It sure wouldn't be a very friendly place. What kind of candy do you want, sweetie? This. No, no, no. This. Pick something already. Come on, honey. We're holding people up. How about this kind? No. What is the matter with you people? If you're not going to do something, I am. Get out of my way. <laughs> Every day, drivers and their families all across the country are killed on the roadways because of road rage. Wasn't it a beautiful wedding? Oh, yes, and they make such a lovely couple. Excuse me, is this the receiving line? Yes, it is. Hey, he cut in line. I'm a friend of the bride. Do you know the Hey, group? pal, you cut in line. Buzz off. Oh, yeah? He hit that nice man. That'll teach you to cut in line, you jerk. Stop the senselessness of road rage. It's time we all drive with the same courtesy we extend to people in the rest of our lives. A message from the AAA Foundation for Traffic Safety. Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to danpilla.com to order your copy. That's danpilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Now, obviously, when somebody is let go, I think for various reasons, they often will try to soft pedal the reasons. Well, he left on his own accord, or he left and we're sad to see him go, that kind of thing. Politically correct, if you understand. You don't want to say we fired the guy because he didn't do his job. So I don't know if we'll ever know. Tim, are there any rumors about what might have happened? Assuming, of course, that we accept the fact that rumors are rumors. Yeah, well, I mean, it it may have had to do with the whole David uh, uh, Grush fiasco uh, the article that 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 you said i mean it says right here is that kirkpatrick himself made headlines this summer when he fired back at a whistleblower's elusive claim that the government is covering up decades-long program to reverse engineer alien craft 
AARO has not uncovered any evidence to support the claim, Kirkpatrick said at the time, calling the comments insulting. I've I've heard that there were some politicians who are part of the like the congressional group were themselves insulted that Kirkpatrick wasn't opening his arms and just, you know, welcoming Mr. Grush in saying, you know, please come in and tell us all of your profound information, which I have to compliment Mr. Kirkpatrick for not falling into that crowd, because as we well know <laughs> from UFO history, when somebody uh, comes with extraordinary claims like Mr. Grush, most of the time, all of the time, actually, uh, they don't have the 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 information to back it up. You know, the 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 proper vetted information to back it up. And I mean, look how long now it's been since uh, uh, David has uh, come forward with this, and it's just kind of uh, I haven't heard heard anything from him. You know, well, was Mister Grush? Talking about Bob Lazar, possibly, because as we all know, Bob Lazar made all these extraordinary claims about back engineering alien craft in Area 51. And Bob Lazar is, he's somewhere around. He's certainly still in the land of the living, as far as I know. Not that I ever met him. Yes, he's uh, he's actually in Michigan now, uh, where he runs a, uh, a little, uh, uh, like, a, a supply company for physicists and and the like now i understand well, tim you tried to get him on the show at one or time or twice oh a number of times yes okay a number of times i amend that no 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 success no success at all no no replies i actually you know uh before i started doing the paracast i actually um, got replies from him uh, when he uh, he had an invention that basically turned hydrogen uh, into a, uh, yeah. a a car fuel. That uh, he he said that uh, if you know if it was mass produced, it would revolutionize. So I mean, I I did an article for uh, a, a magazine on that. I talked to him then, but. After that, he's never replied to anything that I've uh, sent him. George, have you ever had any contact with Bob Lazar? Not directly, but I did get a visit. I went to visit John Lear in Las Vegas. Uh, I think this must have been 30 years ago. And I had a long session talking to Lear, and he was telling me about Bob Lazar and how about how Lazar had arrived at his house in Vegas uh, one night with uh, a small triangle of element 115, which, as we all know, is the power behind flying saucers. Did I tell you this story? We all know that how. You you know this? I thought I posted this story of my uh, visit. You probably, you probably uh, have. Some well, you pr- possibly we have. I just don't recall it offhand. Just for the sake of our listeners, could you mention it? Okay. Well, um, 
It, uh, this was uh, in 1993, and um, I'd never met John Lear before. I'd arranged to go and see him, and he received me at his house, which, and one of the first things he started talking about was Bob Lazar, who had very recently been making these extraordinary claims on uh, Las Vegas TV, I think KLAS, uh, the fact that he'd been back engineering um, flying saucers captured by the U.S. government at Area 51, or in fact at what he said was Area S4 within Area 51. And uh, Leah told me that one night, uh, I think this is meant to, meant to have happened about two years before I visited him, uh, Lazar had arrived at his house with a box. And he said, you'll never guess what I've got here. It's, um, he opened the box and he took out a, a small triangle of a sort of dull orangey metal, which for its size seemed extraordinarily heavy. And then uh, Lazard told him, he said, this has been extracted from a captured flying saucer in Area 51, and it's element 115, which is the power behind, the, it's the uh, motive power used to, uh, to, to, I wouldn't say fuel, but to drive the UFOs, the flying saucers. Uh, this was, of course, a complete uh, fiction, fantasy. And I said, well, what, what, whatever happened to it? Have you still got this? And he said, uh, well, we had it in the safe, and when we finished talking that night, uh, it was locked away in the safe, but in the morning it was gone. And he, I said, well, who took it? <laughs> and Liz said, well, it was either the U.S. government, uh, men in black, or it was possibly the aliens who'd come to collect it back themselves. We can all laugh about that now, but at the time, that just sounded too amazing for words. And uh, I think back in 1993, a lot of us really thought that the aliens had got all this stuff going and we should listen very carefully to people like Lazar and even listen to Lear. But uh, I don't think that way anymore now. I would point out, by the way, that KLAS-TV in Las Vegas... That's where George Knapp works. And Knapp has made positive comments about Lazar, vouching for him. At one time, I haven't talked to Knapp in several years, except briefly in connection with the possible appearance on the Paracast. So I don't know what he thinks about it now. I'd surely like to check it out. But with Lazar, well, he won't come on the show, won't give us a chance to ask him the hard questions. So we kind of have to leave that in abeyance, we got a lot more to come from George, Gene, and Tim. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. It's obvious the unthinkable is happening. With all the recent media distractions, most folks never saw it coming. But a few did. Their guts told them something very wrong was going on. And now the headlines are proving them right. The people in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. 
but you know better. Folks are investing in emergency food storage, and you should too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells biomass stoves, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, gravity-powered water filters, heirloom seeds, and survival gear that may come in handy soon. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. It's time to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com USA News Update. Israeli forces are advancing further into Gaza amid the ongoing conflict with Hamas. Local health authorities in Gaza report intense bombing and the presence of military vehicles in close proximity to hospitals. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel has stated that his country does not aim to govern Gaza once the war concludes. Holiday spending is expected to reach record levels this year with the National Retail Federation projecting November and December sales to reach $960 billion or more. The NRF credits this to the strong financial position of most American households, forecasting a growth rate of 3 to 4 percent compared to 2022. This aligns with the pre-pandemic average annual increase of 3.6 percent. Tonight's Powerball jackpot is $220 million, and you have until drawing time of 10.59 p.m. to play your lucky numbers. Good luck. Skip Kelly, USA News. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD.
Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Okay, George Wheatonfield, let's get to the point we wanted to bring you on for during the previous show, where we couldn't connect with you on Skype either. And that is David Perkins. Tell us about how you worked with him and remember him. I think in the mid-90s, and I met him at the Eureka Springs, that is the Ozark UFO Conference, which is held every April in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. And um, there was, um, they had a sort of hospitality bar called the Lone Star Bar. And that was where all of us got together and talked and talked and talked. And Izzy was always there. Also Gary Massey, who was one of uh, Izzy's uh, co-researchers in, into the mutilation, uh, the mutilation thing. And um, Chris O'Brien was often there. And um, let me see. Uh, from, that, from that time, uh, I have had endless uh, correspondence with Izzy on crop circle and mutilation matters besides other UFO matters. And um, I wrote a long thing about my take on the cattle mutilations. Um, I think is about 10 years ago, I can't remember, which I think is I put up on the Paracast. Uh, if you don't know about that one, I will renew it. But um, I did send it to the Paracast at one time, or I posted it there. The item which I posted to the Paracast was titled Cattle Mutilations, Predator Kills Plus or Minus the Vulture Factor. And uh, this, uh, I sent this article to, to Izzy, and um, we debated it frequently. And I said... Um, I pointed out when I posted this article that I'd also had the book uh, by Linda Howe, uh, Linda Moulton Howe, An Alien Harvest. I've got in my hand right now this book. And I said, there are certain things in, in that book about cattle mutilations which Linda has got entirely wrong or else has ignored. And um, he suddenly agreed with me. He said, you know, Linda, well... He implied Linda is quite over the top with her uh, explanation for the cattle mutilations as being something done by the aliens uh, who um, use lasers and other high-tech devices to um, take samples from, from the cattle and uh, to mutilate them. And... Uh, one of the things I said was that Linda's book certainly um, makes the assumption that whatever mutilated these wretched cattle also killed them. I said that is simply not true in the, in the vast majority of the cases. There are scavengers, uh, birds very often, who come along immediately. They, they find... Um, a cadaver, a dead body of cow or even a deer or whatever, and they mutilate it and they go for the soft tissue and they make 
very typical mutilations on the animal. But it's not these scavengers who mutilated necessarily who've killed the kill, killed the um, animal. The animal has probably been killed by natural causes or could have been struck by lightning or all sorts of things. It might have had a collision when there was a stampede. There are all sorts of different causes, quite apart from the fact that some of these animals are probably being shot by people trying out the, their rifles or even uh, military people who want to test their weapons when flying in helicopters out in the out in the wilds, out in the middle of the range, um, all sorts of different causes for what actually killed the beast. Whereas the mutilations uh, usually come later. And Izzy uh, was very much in agreement with what I was saying. He um, he said, "Well, we've only got three possibilities, according to." Most of the uh, researchers, like Linda, and these are either it's the aliens are doing this, or else it's there's a group of Satanists who are attacking these unfortunate uh, unfortunate beasts um, for some devilish ceremony or ritual. Or else it's the military. Now, and I kept saying to him, why do you think it could be the military? And he would say, well, there are many cases where the, the, the mutilated cow has been uh, seen to have a helicopter uh, fly by or land nearby and uh, then, uh, then leave. And... Uh, it's hard not to associate the two things. Um, okay, well, I don't know how many cases there were, but uh, he he was um, of the opinion that this had just something to do with um, military activity or else uh, atomic testing and um, possibly people, um, military people, collecting samples from from the dead and mutilated cars. But um, I can't say that was ever proved, and I can't say whether he ever decided that simply wasn't the true case. I should point out that we tried a couple of times when Chris was co-host of the show to invite Linda Moulton Howe on, and she expressed uh-huh. interest, but I think she then learned that Chris worked with me, and we never heard from her again. I don't think she wants to confront Chris O'Brien in an interview setting. No, I I would imagine not. I think um, Linda has uh, been most reluctant to step forward and uh, confront her critics, and she has an awful lot of critics. Well, I would agree with you there, and... Of course, I always wonder about people who do not want to confront their critics and do not want to discuss things. I'm worried, for example, about Jacques Vallée and Paula Harris, about that book Trinity, where we gave them the opportunity to explain themselves, to deal with the criticisms, and so on and so forth. We had Jacques on for about an hour on one episode, and I wanted to have it again. 
But they never would send me a copy of the book. I got it elsewhere. They never would send me a copy of the updated edition of the book. And the last letter I had from Paula Harris was basically go buy it. <laughs> well, All right. But I did. I, I bought a copy of the book. And I've, I've got it right here. And I read it right through. And um, I was quite impressed by uh, Jack Vallée's chapter right at the beginning on the research he did down at the Trinity Test site in New Mexico. And I thought he had gone into things very thoroughly. And he'd also had a lot of interviews with um, Jose Padilla, who was the older of the two boys who witnessed this UFO crash. Now, I know that people like Kevin Randall say, oh, the whole thing's a complete scam and uh, a hoax put on by the two boys just to make money. But I don't think that Kevin Randall and uh, Douglas Jean Johnson and people have actually read the book because they know that um, Jack Valet did travel to the Trinity site. He, he's done a lot of uh, interviewing and collecting, and they collected a certain amount of sort of metal fragments which appeared to come from the crash. Let's do our break here, guys. Gene, Tim, and George, you're in the Pedicast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. If you love mysteries, you'll love these two books by Tim R. Swartz and Sean Castile. In Mimics, The Others Among Us, you'll learn about the strange beings that can look like us, but are not. In Alien Artifacts, Incredible Evidence of Exotic Material from UFO Encounters, you'll see the hard evidence of UFOs that has been ignored or even hidden. These books will definitely blow your mind, and both are now available on Amazon.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. SilverLungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs Generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs Generator and Lung Delivery System at SilverLungs.com. That's SilverLungs.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. 
This is an urgent warning. America is heading for another major financial disaster at an alarming rate. We could see stock prices fall as much as 50%, but this time the crash could be more violent and come faster than you ever imagined. We are Advantage Gold, America's most trusted precious metals company, and we are here to sound the alarm that winter is coming for investors. And now is the time to take actions that may help protect and secure your portfolio with physical precious metals. Want to help protect your hard-earned money before it's too late? Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000 and request our free gold and silver survival kit today. Mention that you heard us on the radio and learn how you could get up to $1,000 in free silver coins. The number is 800-900-8000. Call now to get your free survival kit and see if you qualify for $1,000 in free silver today. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Check with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Extend your life with Everyone around me seems to get sick but me. My brother got the flu twice. My mother was down with some sort of fever. People at work were taking sick days off and others were just plain tired and run down. And me? Well, I just keep feeling great all the time with Extendivite. My grandfather used to talk about the power of garlic and other herbs he took that kept him healthy. I'm lucky. Extendivite was just what I needed to keep me healthy and Extendivite is all natural. Extendivite was designed for the heart but does so much more by keeping me healthy all the time. I'll take Extendivite forever. Get your two-month supply for only $69.95 plus shipping and handling. My name is Rick, and you can be like me just by calling 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. This is Jacques Vallée. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. We're talking about Trinity. Was there really something to this crash episode from the days of World War II? The book by Jacques Vallée and Paula Harris. George Wingfield, our guest this week, has been talking about it. We've also been talking back and forth about cattle mutilations, the work of David Perkins. But since we're on Trinity, would you continue where we left off in the last segment? Okay. Well, when when I read the book, I, I'd been in touch with Jack Vallée about my book, uh, my earlier book, which was about the Rendlesham Forest case. And I sent him a copy. He said, yes, please send me a copy. And he told me, because I didn't know anything about his book uh, at that time, which was, what, about a year ago? I said, well, I'll get one, and I'll read it, and I'll let you know what I think. And I did that, and I had quite a lengthy uh, email correspondence with Jack. And I said, "Um, okay, I accept that these two men, uh, Jose Padilla and Remy Baca, are not lying. I think something did happen here. And um, I think something definitely did crash at the Trinity site. Well, as, as you know from what I put up on the Paracast, my take on this is that what actually crashed was not a UFO with aliens on board. It was a military glider sent from Alamogordo Army Airfield, which is where they did all the 
error medical testing uh, a glider with chimpanzees on board, three chimpanzees, which were used as test animals, lab animals. And I eventually came to this conclusion when I found out that uh, one of the most famous chimpanzees in space, Ham, the chimpanzee who was fired into, fired into space, um, oh, it's years ago now, uh, had come and been trained, had come from uh, Alamogordo, that is Holloman Air Force Base, and um, together with many other chimps, he, he was trained there. And I think it's almost certain that this is what these creatures were. You might say, what on earth would the Army Air Force people at Holloman be doing, uh, firing or directing? towing a military glider with chimpanzees on board and letting it land in the in the Trinity test zone. Well, this was exactly a month after the the first Trinity atomic bomb test on July 15, 1945. And um, I've no doubt that this was a follow-on test which was planned, should there be any future nuclear tests, to see um, see the effect on chimpanzees if they were flown as soldiers would be in a military glider into the nuclear test zone. And uh, I think they went ahead with this test, although there wasn't a weapon hadn't just been exploded. It had been exploded a, a month before. They wanted to see if this was going to work. And the fact that they did this sort of testing is borne out by the fact that um, they also, the uh, U.S. military, U.S. Army, uh, did tests with volunteers, if you like, soldiers, by putting them in trenches with protective clothing, um, subsequent nuclear tests at the Nevada test range, um, within a mile or two miles of the explosion. And a lot of them were severely injured, if not killed. A number were killed. This was all extremely secret. And um, this went on for a number of years. And there's a very good article about that, which I think I put a link to that up on the Paracos previously. This would all make sense. And uh, some people came back at me and said, oh, well, there's no record of chimpanzees being used for aeromedical testing in 1945 or at that time. And uh, freedom of information would show if that had been the case. Well, absolutely not. Freedom of information requests would not show something as secret as that, the secret testing that was being done at that time, and probably never would show because um, the military would keep extremely quiet about it. Um, so, uh, one thing, one thing I did have to say to critics of the chimpanzee theory was that in, in 1950, Holloman Air Force Base, Aeromedical uh, Field Research Center, ordered 75 chimpanzees. That's, a, you know, practically a zoo fill for the aeromedical testing. That's putting them in centrifuges and uh, putting them in ejector seats from uh, high-performance jets and that sort of thing. And uh, if they suddenly ordered out of the blue 75 chimps, um, 
it seems highly likely that they had experience of doing experiments with chimpanzees uh, in 1945 or in a few years before that. I remember one of uh, Tim Beckley's uh, favorite stories involved a guy who, uh, back in the 60s, had been involved in like a cross-country uh, run, him and, him and a partner. And at one point, they got separated, and it, this was somewhere in the southwest, you know, like uh, New Mexico, Arizona, or Nevada. He came across an area where obviously there had been some kind of military activity says there was like an old uh, uh, railroad track and what appeared to be parts of a crashed aircraft and in amongst all this he found what appeared to be two very small silver gloves and, uh, and and of course Beckley always you know uh, harped that you know these were like you know alien gloves or something. But you telling that story just makes me think that this guy ran across possibly one of these test aircraft aircraft that had crashed, and that was part of the flight suits of uh, these poor chimps or monkeys or whatever it was they used because the size would have uh, just been right for a smaller primate. That's absolutely right. And I pointed out, when I, in my correspondence, I, I pointed out the fact that uh, Jose Padilla and uh, Remy Baca had, as kids, they were age seven and nine, when they say this uh, supposed UFO came crashing, crashing to Earth at the Trinity site, which is only about... Uh, only about three miles from the farm where they worked, uh, Padilla Family Ranch. They heard a crash. They didn't see a crash. And then they heard an extraordinary noise. And they went off in the direction to see what, what had fallen to earth. And they, they found a long sort of gouge or gash in the, in the desert, um, maybe 300 feet long or more, at the end of which was this crashed object. They said it looked like uh, an avocado, a slightly squashed avocado, a giant avocado, um, about 14 feet high. This was the later description. And the two boys who, who'd ridden there, ridden their horses through the desert in the direction of this, and eventually caught sight of uh, the gouge in the soil, and and this extraordinary craft saw that a hole had been ripped in the side of it, and there were these small uh, hombrecitos, hombrecitos, little men, three of them. They saw three of them running backwards and forwards in a state of high agitation. And a lot of the, uh, uh, the vegetation in the desert was on fire from this landing, and whatever had landed had skidded or slid, as I say, three or four hundred feet. I think it hit a rock or an outcrop or a, a boulder um, during its, its uh, crash landing and had then gone off at an angle. And this boulder had torn a hole inside of, of the, um, what I say is an aircraft. And this description fits very well the standard military glider which was used to 
land troops in war zones um, during World War II. Uh, this obviously uh, for this has been used in many places. It's called a Waco CG4A glider, and normally it could take about 13 troops and equipment, and it would be towed into the air by some other aircraft, probably an old Dakota or C-46, something of this kind. Let's break it here. We've got more. Okay. Continue with George, Gene, and Tim. You're in. The Paracast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, formerly Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, Air National Guard and Reservist. I'm looking for veterans, active duty military personnel to join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. She needs your skills, courage, and loyalty more than ever. Contact GCNteam.com. Because of the financial and health care collapse, veterans are currently struggling finding jobs. Frustrated looking for a job? Change your tactics. Join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. Start a health care business with FDI Longevity 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com immediately. We're looking for military specialists who can use a computer and communicate information and execute a battle plan. Join the admirals, Navy SEALs, Marines, pilots, Army officers, military police, sheriffs, police officers, firemen, and first responders already enrolled in the 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com now. FDI Longevity will help you apply your military skills to the task of saving America through health and financial programs. Contact GCNteam.com. Enlist in GCNteam.com and save America. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So you were describing this particular craft and everything. Would you go on, please? Right. So they uh, approached this on foot. And they said a lot of the vegetation, you know, the sagebrush was uh, sort of smoking, if not burning, no doubt as a result of this thing scooting across across the desert, colliding the rock, and um, it wasn't the fire which is caused. It's caused by the heat of the metal skin which uh, this thing had. Now, what they saw was these three hombrecitos, little men, through... Um, there was a great rip in the side of this craft. 
And they said, well, the first thing they said about them was that they were small. They were the same size as the boys who, who were seven, seven and nine, or they appeared to be. But they're 100 yards away. So they appeared to be, the Humbrositas appeared to be between three foot and four foot tall. They were dashing up and down in a state of agitation. They were obviously very distressed. And they didn't get any closer. Jose Padilla said, oh, they didn't look like kids. They, they didn't appear to be kids like us. They, they appeared to be little men. And they were wearing suits or coveralls or uh, uniforms, which seemed extremely strange. But I think anybody suddenly to be confronted by little men wearing some kind of uniforms in the desert, they wouldn't think these were chimpanzees. There'd be absolutely no reason to think they were looking at chimpanzees. They couldn't see very clearly because there was a lot of smoke in the air. There was sand and dust. They eventually, they decided, that I think they were frightened. The two boys were frightened and they went back home and left it. And they told their dad or at least the dad of Jose. And he thought, the boy, I think he obviously thought the boys were telling him a, a tall story. And he said, well, I'll take care of that uh, later. I'll get in touch with the sheriff. Go down and have a look and see what was going on there. Now, that, I think, is what I've described, is what is written, written in Jack Belay's book about what he was told by Jose Padilla. And I say this is extremely like a military glider landing with, at first I didn't know, at first I didn't know about um, the testing done with chimpanzees at Alamogordo Army Airfield, which um, I only found out about because I read up about Ham, the chimpanzee, who'd been subsequently shot into space and found out that this had been common practice to use uh, chimps for aeromedical training. Anyway, people like Kevin Randall and Douglas Dean Johnson said, oh, this is ridiculous. The whole thing is just a hoax by these two, by Remy Backer and Padilla, and the whole thing is complete nonsense. They both slammed Valet for having put his name to this book with Paula Harris. And, uh, of course, um, Valet was quite upset by the attacks that were made on him. I wrote to him and I said, I think you will find the real interpretation of what happened was they saw they saw uh, chimpanzees from Harlem and Air Force Base being flown in a military glider into the radiation zone. Not that there was much radiation a month after the test, but... They were doing this because they contemplated doing this again and again with future tests. Another thing I should add is, is that in these days, we're used to troops being flown into battle zones in places like, uh, say, Vietnam, in, in large military helicopters. In 1945, uh, there were no large military helicopters, and the accepted way of sending troops into battle zones was by a military glider like this Waco CG-4A. And hundreds and hundreds of them were produced. You bring up an interesting point here, which is how many of the early possible sightings involved test aircraft? Well, I have also said, I forget why I wrote this, that um, 
the, the whole UFO subject, let, let's just start over. Uh, I say, looking at it from fresh, if you didn't know anything about the UFO subject, you quickly see there, there are uh, two main things here. There is the sky mysteries. Sky mysteries are strange things seen in the sky. Strange lights, maybe strange craft, inexplicable things we see in the sky. And there are thousands and thousands of cases which remain unexplained or don't have any, any very good explanation. And the second thing when it comes to UFOs, as, as you know full well, is the the belief, the widely held belief, that some of these sky mysteries are explained by alien spacecraft. And this belief, and also the claims of people who claim to have had contact with aliens, encounters of one kind or another, um, possibly even abductions. And this is what the certainly, certainly back in the 1990s and uh, 2000s, uh, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about these two areas, which I say are not necessarily connected. Um, of course, there are mysteries. There are all sorts of mysteries, uh, besides UFO mysteries, crop circle mysteries, cattle mutilation mysteries. There are murder mysteries, whodunits, everything of this kind. And many of these mysteries simply don't get explained because we don't have enough information. But um, I say what most of these people who are advocates of alien visitation of this planet uh, claim to have is a genuine alien encounter. Uh, they claim to have uh, details of this from various people who claim to have been abducted or claim to have had encounters. And I say the genuine extraterrestrial alien encounter is something we still have not a single bit of positive proof of. It's something I still look for, still hope for. I can't say that all UFOs and all alleged encounters are definitely nothing to do with aliens. I can't say that because I, I don't know. Uh, but I, I go on looking at case after case after case. And, um, and so I'm not satisfied that we've ever had one single genuine extraterrestrial alien encounter uh, that's recorded and accepted. I don't think that has happened as yet. What about Roswell? Well, Roswell uh, comes into a group of, um, let, let us say, encounters and sightings, which I put, I, I put in a different class of things. I call this a SMX, and that stands for Secret Military experimentation. I think that explains Roswell, which I think was a pro uh, top secret Project Mogul balloon. And uh, it also, secret military experimentation, also explains the Rendlesham Forest case, which I've written a book about, which we've discussed earlier. And it also explains what Paul Benevitz was seeing at Kirtland Air Force Base. He, he lived right right on the edge of the Air Force Base and saw all sorts of extraordinary lights and strange goings on. 
this was secret military experimentation. And there are countless other cases. I mean, okay, people used to um, go to Area 51. I, I used to go to UFO conferences in Las Vegas, uh, the World UFO Conference, con Congress, and things of that kind. We used to take a bus and we used to go up to the outskirts of Area 51. I drove the bus myself on one occasion. Yeah, we see strange lights in the sky, strange objects which would travel at great speed horizontally, which um, I didn't know if these were craft or lights or lasers or what they were. We got a break here with more from George, Gene, and Tim. You're in oh, the Paracast. <laughs> Hey listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience, so I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811, brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the 
government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So if all these things were test aircraft, where does the stuff come out that the Roswell case particularly must have been a spaceship? Well, you tell me. Uh, I mean, I see no evidence that it, the Roswell case must have been a spaceship. Interestingly, I was just going to mention the Roswell case because talking about the Trinity case, where you had a long gouge in the earth and a strange object, um, which apparently looked like a squashed avocado at the end of it, any normal aircraft or any normal meteorite or something doesn't create a long gouge in the ground when it lands. I don't think even alien spacecraft do that, despite the fact that someone did claim that uh, on the Brazil ranch at uh, near Roswell, there was a long gouge from from the uh, the object which landed there. Uh, that was completely untrue. It was never borne out. I can't remember who came up with that idea. But a Waco military glider does indeed cause a long gouge in the land. It's heavy enough, and it lands at a very shallow angle, and it skids along for three or 400 feet, maybe more. So th- that's an interesting thing. The only other... I can't really think of any other aircraft or rocket or meteor or even a UFO which coming to Earth would cause a long gouge. It would smash and burn, most likely. What about the 1996 Varginha Brazil case? What do you think that was? We had lots of funny creatures running around. Yeah, that was part of it, Is yes. That the one you're, that's the one you're talking about. And you had various... Uh, Creatures, I, I don't know. We, we always have these E.T. creatures like chupacabras or various alleged creatures, but I've yet to see any very convincing photographs of, of these E.T. creatures. You certainly never had a photograph of a chupacabra, and I think a lot of these are figments of the imagination or... Possibly, I remember Jaime Marsan had some creature once, which was he he claimed was um, was an ET creature. It was a skinned squirrel monkey, 
Um, and uh, someone had sold it to him for some enormous sum of money, saying it was an alien. And, of course, he liked that, and he served that one up. But um, a genuine alien? Show me. Show me if you have one, Gene. Well, that guy you tell us about, Jaime, from Mexico, he has spent a lot of years making claims about oh, alien sorry. bodies. Sure, and he never produces any positive evidence that can be verified that there's anything but a conventional explanation for everything. No, uh, and of course that brings us back to, to the alien autopsy and the Roswell slides, both of them uh, very elaborate hoaxes. And in fact, the alien autopsy in 1995 revealed by Ray Santilli in London and the Roswell slides revealed um, rather before Jaime Marsan's huge uh, uh, UFO convention and uncovering of this was done by the same people. And a lot of people haven't got that into their heads yet. There were three people who were responsible for both things. Okay, Ray Santilli was the man who made money out of it. He was the man who made the claims. But the man who, the, the, the three who actually produced the, the dummy for the alien autopsy and took the photographs back in 1995 were these three British guys who have made a speciality of faking not only crop circles, UFOs, alien bodies, but also they have a fake ufologist who took in a lot of people for some time. He, he was a man called Anthony Bregalia. Do you remember this one? We're going back I, to the time of the Roswell slides. Right. I remember him. And he's always been a strange, peculiar character. Now, that's not his real name. Someone mentioned his real name, which meant little or nothing to me. Well, the, the, the three British guys who are behind all of this fakery, uh, including the alien autopsy and the Roswell slides, are called John Lundberg, Lundberg, Rob Irving, and Rod Dickinson. And they started the fakery business, I call it fraud, if you like, in 1992. And they started faking crop circles, huge numbers of crop circles, very elaborate ones. And they took in a lot of people. And then uh, they obviously they went to crop circle conferences and UFO conferences and thought, oh, we can do better. And they then started faking UFOs and UFO photographs, so there are plenty of those, which, again, took in quite a few people. And then they thought, well, we're doing pretty well, but I think we can even improve on the act. We can actually have a fake alien. And this was the dummy which they created They created for Ray Santilli, and also a bit of scratchy film. I think it was meant to be sort of... Um, is it 16-millimeter or 8-millimeter film from 1947? They created that illusion and, again, deceived a lot of people. Ray Santilli, he had his long story about how he found this bit of footage in America. He was coming to get uh, photos of, I don't know, Beatles concerts and various things which had happened in, in the States years earlier. And he came across 
the cameraman who didn't in fact exist at all, who allegedly took the footage at Roswell back in 1947. The, the um, alien autopsy dummy, which they, they filmed on regular sort of, with a regular video camera of what was available in 1995. Um, the dummy was made by, by Lundberg and Dickinson, who had previously made dummies for television purposes. They, they had, they, they were employed by some uh, series called Crafts and Villas on British Channel 4 television, and they'd made a number of dummies, and they were pretty good at it. So they thought, okay, we, we can make a good alien dummy, and we can serve it up as genuine footage from 1947. And, um, of course... I got in contact with Sam Tilly back then and I wanted to know all sorts of details about the film. He was very reluctant. One thing he did say, he said, well, I sent a bit of the um, 16 millimeter film uh, to Eastman Kodak in wherever Eastman Kodak are. And I got this letter back. So he produced a letter saying, yes, indeed, this, this bit of film is... Uh, uh, is dated 1947. It's definitely 1947 stock. We'll persist with this in our next segment with Gene, Tim, and George. You're in the Pericast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. SilverLungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at SilverLungs.com. That's SilverLungs.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. USA News Update. The possibility of another U.S. government shutdown is looming. Congress is required to pass funding legislation by November 17th, but newly elected House Speaker Mike Johnson has not yet outlined his strategy for a short-term spending plan to prevent a shutdown. The situation poses a significant challenge for Johnson, given that his predecessor, Kevin McCarthy, was ousted by conservatives for depending on Democratic votes to pass a funding bill in September. Meanwhile, in the Senate, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has initiated steps to enable his chamber to proceed with its own short-term spending bill. I'm John Schaefer. In observance of Veterans Day, if you're a vet and you're still out and about tonight, Duncan is giving all retired and active military a free donut of their choice at participating Duncan restaurants nationwide until closing on Saturday. And while you're out, you might as well get a Powerball ticket because tonight's Powerball jackpot is $220 million. Good luck to you. I'm Skip Kelly, USA News. 
Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain, until one day the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327. Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. This is Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. Talking about fake pictures and the fakers responsible for them. Oh, boy, what a strange world this is. I was thinking here, before we go on with this, George, that if Ray Harryhausen, the great stop-motion animation expert, had made himself a fake UFO film, it would be marvelous don't you think oh i think it would Uh, i mean obviously a lot of people are inspired by what you get from hollywood and you get et and things of this kind the idea of uh, you know a fake alien dummy uh, is very appealing and it made santilli i think santilli sold that bit of footage um he sold you know, copies of it and uh, is reputed to have made about a million dollars out of that. Santilli is a fraud, a complete fraud, and so are his people who produce the, produce the, the fake footage. I remember when that film came out and there was all kinds of interviews like with uh, Hollywood special effects people who, you know, went on record saying, well, well, that's not, boy, if, if that was a, a special effect, it must have cost, you know, millions of dollars to, to do it. And obviously, yeah, obviously that wasn't the case. So it was simply untrue. Yeah. You know, it, so it makes you wonder why these people would just, like, jump on that bandwagon and say, you know, especially professionals, you know, who who were part of the uh, special effects community would go and say something like that. What it, 
it's it seemed to be pretty obvious to a lot of laymen, you know, that it was just a dummy, not a well built, not a very good one. Was no, it? no, it wasn't. No, but you see, um, these uh, the three I mentioned: Lundberg, L- Lundberg, Irving, and Dickinson. They they started off by faking crop circles in Britain, and. Um, this became, I think, uh, a bit like an addiction for them. They loved deceiving people because, effectively, what they were doing is the same as, um, you know, a magician does in, on the stage in Vegas. He does something which is quite impossible. And, you know, people look in amazement and they say, well, how could he possibly have done that? That's unreal. And uh, some magicians say, that's magic. Yeah, people have to accept it because they can't see how the trick was done. Well, I think these um, crop circle fakers and UFO fakers and alien body fakers were just like, uh, you know, a magician. They did a magnificent job and people were completely taken in. An awful lot of people were completely taken in by that alien autopsy footage. Uh, the press was in a frenzy for several weeks. And... Um, I think, that, as I say, that was in 1995, the same people, the very same people thought, you know, this is so good, we can do this over again. And they did this with the Roswell slides. What they did there was they prepared, um, they used, uh, they photoshopped some footage of what was either a dummy or possibly a mummified uh, Native American charm, uh, I doubt that. And they did a lot of work on it. So they started off by slipping sort of um, poor resolution images of this to various people like um, various Roswell experts like Tom Carey and uh, and Don Schmidt and so on. And, and they also made sure that Jaime Massa got word of this and saw this. Well, obviously, Marsan thought, this is wonderful, this is the real thing, or it doesn't really matter if it is or it isn't. I shall go with it, and I shall have a huge, huge uh, UFO congress, and I, I will present the evidence to the world. Um, and the, the, the team of fakers back in London were putting higher resolution versions in including, uh, when, when I say putting them in, making sure they got to the target audience who, who like Marsan, um, which showed various non-human attributes, such as, you know, the, the number of um, the number of segments in, in the backbone or whatever, or ribs. And um, this merely, merely encouraged the, the dupes more and more. Well, of course, Kevin Randall wasn't having any of it, and good for him. He he knew, he knew the sore fake. But I think that, uh, Tom, Tom Carey and Don Schmidt sort of hung on to the bitter end, and the whole show was being propelled first of all by Adam Dew. There was a character called Adam Dew in the U.S. who said he'd found these um, Roswell slides at some house sale. Uh, which was some elderly couple who travelled a lot and who were friends of Eisenhower, uh, Ike and Mamie Eisenhower, and had been taken to see this alien corpse. 
uh, in some museum in New Mexico, I think, you know, some secret military museum. And um, that story about, about finding the slides, among a lot of other slides, in, in a house cell is completely made up. In fact, uh, it was made up by Lundberg because I recognized the names of the people. He, he talked about, um, let me see, uh, Bernard and Hilda uh, Ray. Bernard and Hilda Ray were meant to be a wealthy elderly couple in Midland, Texas, who'd got hold of, who'd taken these slides or got hold of these slides, and they were in, they found them in a house. So that's that's all it. It's complete rubbish, and uh, of course a lot of people were taken in by it as usual, and I think even even uh, even Kevin accepted the story was true basically, but uh, there was no truth in any any of it. Adam Dew was. Uh, co-conspirator with the, the other three I mentioned previously. Well, one thing I remember Kevin writing articles on his different perspective blog where he'd refer to these things as the not Roswell slides. So I don't think he was taken in. No, he, he wasn't. He wasn't taken in, but he was taken in by this character who I say was a complete fake as well, who has gone Anthony Brigalia, who supposedly lived in Florida, but, uh, no one had ever met him. No one had ever seen a picture of him. And uh, all his communications were through the Internet with various people. And um, he was sort of driving the show. And he, he was saying how excited he was. And this, here was a genuine alien, uh, here, here was a genuine alien corpse and, and the slide, Roswell slides. And at the very last minute, when um, it was perfectly obvious to everybody, he did an abrupt about turn and said, oh, my goodness, I've made a terrible mistake. In fact, this is uh, really, it's the, uh, the mummy of a small Native American child in some museum in um, Arizona or somewhere like that. And um, I feel, I feel most... Um, humbled and upset that I've made this mistake. And, and then he said, I contribute some money to the tribal funds. And uh, then he shuffled off and was never heard of again. But this um, Brigalia, the, uh, the, the fake ufologist, claimed, I think, all sorts of postings had gone on for about two years before that, in which he, he was presented as the world's greatest ufologist. Uh, I think a title he probably gave himself. And um, I don't know if that stuff's still there. It was all over, various sites on, on the Internet. I remember that era, and I had some correspondence with whoever that might be. And I always wondered what was going on here. Suddenly this name comes out of the blue. Never heard of this person before. He's being touted as a numeral uno ufologist. Wow. That's right. Talk about hype. Yeah, we've got more. Of course, Tom DeLong, a rock star. And don't get me started about the To The Stars Academy and all that nonsense. We've got more to come with George, Gene, and Tim. You're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. 
Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream, a dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. This is an urgent warning. America is heading for another major financial disaster at an alarming rate. We could see stock prices fall as much as 50%, but this time the crash could be more violent and come faster than you ever imagined. We are Advantage Gold, America's most trusted precious metals company, and we are here to sound the alarm that winter is coming for investors. And now is the time to take actions that may help protect and secure your portfolio with physical precious metals. Want to help protect your hard-earned money before it's too late? Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000 and request our free gold and silver survival kit today. Mention that you heard us on the radio and learn how you could get up to $1,000 in free silver coins. The number is 800-900-8000. Call now to get your free survival kit and see if you qualify for $1,000 in free silver today. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Check with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. I'm Ben Utech. I played high school, college, and pro football, helping my team win the 2006 championship. It was an amazing day, but it can't compare to the joy I feel every day with my loving wife and three beautiful daughters. My football career ended after I suffered my fifth concussion. Did you know that over a million athletes suffer a concussion each year? That includes boys and girls, every age, every type and level of sport. It isn't always clear that a player has had a concussion. So parents, athletes, and coaches need to learn about concussion signs and symptoms. The American Academy of Neurology recommends athletes thought to have a concussion be immediately removed from play and not returned until assessed by a healthcare professional trained in concussion. This isn't just about sports. It's about your brain. When in doubt, sit it out. Learn more at aan.com concussion. That's aan.com concussion. A message from the American Academy of Neurology. It's obvious the unthinkable is happening. With all the recent media distractions, most folks never saw it coming. But a few did. Their guts told them something very wrong was going on. And now the headlines are proving them right. The people in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. Folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one for each family member. 
My Patriot Supply also sells biomass stoves, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, gravity-powered water filters, heirloom seeds, and survival gear that may come in handy soon. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. It's time to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com This is Micah Hanks of the Gray Alien Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So this Bregalia, or however you wish to pronounce his name, or whatever it is, do we know who he really is? I heard a name attached to it, but haven't followed that up. It was really, it was really two people, but the first person it was is Rob Irving, who invented the name. Uh, Rob Irving. I know I talked to him oh years ago I haven't I haven't seen him for God knows how many years now probably not for 20 years but um, he was one of these three who were the chief fakers and he used to like sort of made up names and Bregalia is really meant to be Bragalia unless you knew Rob Irving you probably never spot that this is a man who's calling himself Bragalia And the reason I know this is because he had, Rob Irving had great contempt for Tony Blair, who was the UK Prime Minister back in those days, back, uh, going back to about, um, I don't think where we are, um, anyway, back back sometime then. And Rob Irving uh, said, always when writing about Tony Blair, UK Prime Minister, would spell his name as Tony Blyer, B-L-I-A-R. And I, I see this exactly as when he contrived the name Bregalia. Sir Anthony Charles Linton Blair, KG, served as Prime Minister of the UK from 1997 to 2007, and then he had some party leadership positions. He's still around by the way, he's only oh, he's 70. Still, he's Young still man, alive. yes. Yeah, yeah that's, right, that's right. Some people liked him. Some people thought he was terrible. You know, it's the same, same as in this country. An awful lot of people think that Trump is terrible. An awful lot of people think Biden's terrible. And, you know, we better not get into politics now. But uh, same sort of thing happened in England. Now, when, so, you, have, uh, when you have people like this Tony Brigalia guy, whatever he is what's the point just to stir the pot or is there some sinister purpose behind it oh oh no this was merely an extension of the faking activities which have gone on now for 30 years and i don't know if they're still at it uh i haven't heard any more of them since the roswell slides in which during which the roswell slides was in 2015 they were well under the radar. They were practically invisible. But um, they, uh, I tell you, Tony Bregalia was, in fact, Rob Irving and John Lundberg, the two of them, who, who were laughing and laughing and laughing at the idiots uh, who accepted all, all of this stuff, which they were putting out. And it wasn't just the Roswell Slides, which Tony Bregalia was dishing up. He also had... Uh, long articles on the Blue Room at Wright-Patterson. Uh, those was up there somewhere on the web. And then the fact that uh, alien bodies were uh, held by the U.S. Army at the Dugway Proving Grounds in Utah. And more and more and more. 
he, he was dishing it up. This is all fiction. He wrote and presented as fact. And uh, I suppose you can't really blame him because an awful lot of other people write fiction and prevent, present it as fact, such as, for instance, uh, Whitley Strieber, who I knew. Yeah. George, let's stop right here about Whitley Strieber. Now we can get back to Tony Bregalia a little bit later, maybe. But Whitley Strieber has made a really big deal, becoming almost like the guru of the people interested in UFO abductions. Now, I don't want to say about that, except that I've met him a couple of times. He seemed like a decent enough guy with a, a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, I thought. And maybe because he had become rich and famous from writing horror novels. The point being here, though, is I thought that he possibly had some experiences and he learned how to profit from it. And he's still going on. You're saying he made it all up? Sorry? I've lost you. Oh, sorry. You're saying that Whitley Strieber made it all up? Um. Yeah, I'll tell you exactly, exactly. Let me give you chapter and verse on that. Um, I, I met uh, Whitley Strieber at some UFO conference. I think it was back in uh, probably, mm, I don't know, about 1997 or sometime like that. And um, we got on well and we talked a lot and joked a lot. And he, he was the life and soul of the party. And he told me, uh, he didn't. You know, he didn't say that uh, uh, communion is all made up, it's fiction, although presented as a fact. And what he did say was uh, he had always been a practical joker, and he was always playing practical jokes on unsuspecting people. And he told me a number of these. And uh, so we drank a lot and laughed a lot. And... Sometime after that, I was at some other UFO conference uh, in Australia. I was in Australia. Um, I think I was a lecturer. And one of the other people there was Whitley Strieber's wife, uh, Anne Strieber. And um, so I talked a lot with Anne. And I, I was, uh, we did some tour on, on a bus going somewhere around, somewhere near Brisbane. We again see lots of places. And I, I'd never met her before. And I sat next to her and I talked and talked. And I said, Anne, it must have been absolutely terrifying for you living in that house in Accord, New York State, um, out in the woods. That house where little gray aliens were popping up in, in in the bedroom at three o'clock in the morning and there were ufos over the top and whitley was always vanishing because he was being abducted and take take taken up into ufos and being given anal probes and uh, i i said oh, it must have been terrible for you how do you manage to stand all this and she laughed and laughed she she nearly she laughed she nearly cried she said oh, oh for god's sake oh no she said, that's all in Whitley's head. <laughs> you don't think that's real, do you? And Anne Strieber is um, sadly, sadly dead now, but uh, she, <laughs> she was perfectly straight with me. All of that was in Whitley's head, as indeed all, all the horror stories which he'd served up before he got into the UFO business. And um, so I, I know for a fact, absolute fact that none of this is true this is all fiction and um 
you know, in, in those days you say communion, a true story. I think I've got the book somewhere. And you'd have a scary picture of a, an alien on the cover. So um, that's just one. And I'm afraid to say an awful lot of these uh, alleged alien encounters, alien abductions, are just that uh, um, in people's heads. Uh, and something which you're never going to actually see. So do you, do you think that this was an attempt on his part to do a non-fiction, fictional story, if you know what I mean by that? <laughs> Um, since he was a horror, since he was since he was a horror writer, you know, a fictional horror writer, you know, here was something that he could present as being true nonfiction, but in reality, it was just like his horror uh, earlier horror books. Exactly, exactly, and um, uh, he thought this will really get people going, and uh, he, he sell. I don't know, sell a million copies, because people will believe this is true. If I say it's true, um, this will become a big thing. And, of course, it did. Um, communion was huge. And everybody had to read that story. And uh, he brought it out, um, I've forgotten the year, but um, it was almost exactly the same time that, uh, that Bud Hopkins was bringing out his story about... Um, so what's the title of that one? About the Brooklyn Bridge and uh, um, Lynn, um, what she called Linda Napolitano, Linda Cotile. And Bud Hopkins presented his as a true story as well, or words to that effect on the cover of the book. And um, there again, uh, the truth of the story is uh, somewhat in doubt. And um, what is true is that. Uh, Linda Napolitano, Linda Cortile, as she used to be called, um, did relay all this to, to Bud Hopkins. And Bud Hopkins uh, said, well, oh my God, uh, we'll, we'll make a book out of that. Number one abduction researcher. We'll go into more of that in our next segment. By the way, longtime listeners of the PowerCast know we did interview Bud Hopkins and also David Jacobs, speaking of Noted, quote-unquote, abduction researchers, George Wingfield, Gene Steinberg, Tim Swartz, you're in. The Betacast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you love reading about the mysteries of the universe? Do you wonder what secrets are hidden in the shadows of our own planet? If so, you won't want to miss these two amazing books by Tim R. Swartz and Sean Castile. In Mimics, The Others Among Us, you'll explore the world of the mimics of man, beings that can look like us but are not. They've been among us since the beginning of history, hiding in plain sight, influencing our culture in ways we can scarcely imagine. In Alien Artifacts, Incredible Evidence of Exotic Material from UFO Encounters, you'll discover the so-called hard evidence of UFOs that's been available for study this entire time, but for the most part, has been ignored. These two books will open your eyes to a hidden reality that has been right in front of our eyes all along. 
That's Mimics, The Others Among Us, and Alien Artifacts, Incredible Evidence of Exotic Material from UFO Encounters by Tim R. Schwartz and Sean Castile. Available now on Amazon.com. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So, with regard to the Brooklyn Bridge episode, it sounds to me like you don't believe any of it, George. Frankly, no. Um... Frankly, I don't. I, I, I knew Bud Hopkins as well. I like Bud Hopkins, and he... You have to look at the background before you look at the story. The background was that Bud, Bud Hopkins became the leading abduction researcher, and he found these people who are under regression hypnosis uh, set. They'd... Uh, had episodes with aliens. They'd been abducted, and um, he had a number of them. And because he, um, he he was like a uh, he was like a pop star. He had his groupies. He had most of, most of his um, most of his subjects, shall I call them, who said they'd been abducted and would go for sessions and uh, be the Bud Hopkins Foundation. Most most of them, uh, I don't know. They, they they were like groupies around a pop star. Uh, that's all I, all I can say. And Bud Hopkins loved this, and uh, he he, um, he he was frequently at UFO conferences. But Lyndon Napolitano and the Brooklyn Bridge one book that's his chief number one subject, and she obviously wanted to be better than all the other abductees and make it all more interesting. She was a drama queen. She had all sorts of abductions going on. She was continually being pursued by uh, aliens and also also by government agents, men in black, if you like, and goodness knows what. And um, that book is all as relayed to Bud Hopkins by... Uh, and also various um, communications which came from some of the other characters, shady characters, who he never met. And you can say it's a true story because this is this is what he was told. Um, but I somehow don't think it was a true story at all. 
Well, there are aspects of that story that supposedly some well-known diplomat or political figure was was on the bridge and actually witnessed her being transported out of the window. But after all attempts, nobody ever came forward. Nobody was really ever identified. It was all just a bunch of hearsay. Well, the man, the man in question was uh, a very senior diplomat who... who um, if he wasn't actually Secretary General of the United Nations, was pretty close to that position. Uh, I forget his name now, but he, um, according to the account, had been in a motorcade with government protection at something like two in the morning, and they had the motorcade of, I don't know, four or five cars had somehow paused somewhere near the Brooklyn Bridge a place I know, and observed all this going on. And Bud Hopkins, uh, having been told told this, um, I don't know whether he was told that by Lyndon Napolitano or not, um, tried to pin him down and tried to, whenever he appeared in public, uh, Hopkins would pop up and say, tell us, is it true, is it true, uh, whatever his name was, did you see the abduction of Linda Napolitano? And um, he said no. So a lot of nonsense. He was really quite embarrassed. And he, he just sort of looked amazed. And uh, he said not, not, not a word of truth in it. I was not in any motorcade. I did not see the, the alleged uh, UFO abduction taking place near the Brooklyn Bridge. It makes you wonder how how his name got associated uh, with that. Well, yeah, uh, I, I I must look back at, at my notes, but um, I wish I could remember the man's name, but I can't. Um, he was senior um, Hispanic um, diplomat uh, connected with the United Nations. I'm not sure he wasn't Secretary General of the United Nations, which is based in New York. Anyway, uh, I, um, oh, years ago, uh, this will be 30 years ago, I, I met Linda Napolitano. She was very attractive. Well, well she, she was that, let, let us say. And um, I could see, uh, you know, she could tell all sorts of stories. Men, uh, if uh, she came into a room, uh, there'd be quite a lot of men who would never take their eyes off her and would do anything she asked, anything she said. And she, uh, her, her, her choice was to be a drama queen. And it wasn't just being abducted by aliens. She, she later came out with a story, which uh, I don't believe a, a word of, that on the day of 9-11, on September 11th, 2001, she had... Um, arranged to go for an interview on the, I don't know, 42nd floor of the uh, the World Trade Center building. I think it was the North Tower rather than the South Tower. Um, uh, for some banking position as a secretary. And she had arrived at the building pretty well at the time the... Uh, the plane struck, and she uh, managed to escape. She uh, gave 
huge details of running across uh, broken glass and rubble and seeing bodies. And by the skin of her teeth, she got out of the building and um, she wasn't killed like so many other people on 9-11. This again, I think, was the drama queen's uh, made-up, made-up adventure. You know, she had a whole series of adventures. Like, she was always being chased by men or by aliens or one thing or another. And Bud Hopkins was aware of, uh, well aware of this. Uh, I think on, uh, if you look on YouTube, I don't know if they're still on here now, there's some video clip from years ago. Bud Hopkins is taking a call from, from Linda about some new abduction or something of this kind and uh, Bud Hopkins is sort of saying to the person who's filming his end his end of the call uh, uh, that's not true she doesn't believe a word and he's sort of laughing but it, it's that this is how it all was so all these people are just trying to profiteer from the connection with the UFO mystery UFO abductions UFO creatures well, I think some are, besides that, are becoming gurus or uh, ufology superstars. Um, some of the actual, so I, th- I think some, some of the abductees who various people like, like Hopkins um, uh, had had hypnotized and they were the subjects, some of them were just loving the attention and possibly believed in it because, you know, what what had happened to them had been revealed under under regression hypnosis. And uh, I think they believed it. I I think quite a number of them definitely did. That gets the main argument, of course, about the process of hypnotic regression whether it's reliable or not. And of course, we know that Kevin Randall was co-author of a book where he says it's just not very reliable and I've been very skeptical of it. Now, of course, the ease with which if someone's being hypnotized, they can be manipulated because they're in a highly suggestible state. This is why they use them for entertainment. You give somebody a wacky hypnotic suggestion, a post-hypnotic suggestion. When you wake up, you're going to raise your right hand and say, I pledge allegiance to the Martians or some silly thing like that. And they'll do it, of course. We're going to do a lot of things, too, because we've got George Wingfield. He'll also hang around for the After the Paracast podcast. So much more to come with Gene, Tim, George. You're in the Paracast. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code 
legendary to cash in on this special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream, a dream that turns out to be a nightmare because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. What if Extendivite really works, but you find that hard to believe and you spend precious time looking for someone to say, just try it. I have my help today because of Extendivite, and if I did not take a leap of faith and try it, well, I would be on disability today. Take one bottle of Extendivite as suggested for 60 days to find out for yourself. No need to stop any other meds you may be on. You know by now that they are not working for you. Before the 60 days are up, I know that you will feel Extendivite working for you and will want to take another bottle. Life is too short. Get your Extendivite today. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extend Overnight. Hey, Jimmy, turn off the video games. Let's go play some ball. I'm in the middle of my game. Can't we go later? Come on, it'll be fun. It will be there when you get back. Okay, but there's no way you're going to win. Why don't you grab some water and granola bars, and then we'll see about that. You can make a difference. Eat smart, play hard. And when you do, your kids will too. A challenge from USDA. Have you ever watched a video on the internet and found yourself waiting for the skip the ad button? The reason this takes a few seconds is because the video delivery companies get to collect impression commission. And the viewer never sees the advertisement. The company still pays full price to run the ad. Does this sound like a scam to you? Is there any wonder why Internet ads are so ineffective? For over 100 years, radio has been a proven source for companies' messages. Radio listeners are engaged and want to support the companies that sponsor the shows they're so passionate about. Simple companies like window treatments, security, pillow companies, and more have been able to break away from the big box stores, building multi-million dollar businesses. Find out what radio can do for your business. Call 877-996-4327 or advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. danpilla.com. Hello, this is John Burroughs, one of the witnesses to the Rendlesham UFO incident. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So the point you're making here is that Bud Hopkins 
didn't believe the main character of a book of which he sold lots of copies. Well, it wasn't so much as believing or not believing. It's, it's he had this wonderful drama in installments. It was like a soap opera going on, and uh, he had this very attractive woman who was his number one subject. He had various other women as well. Uh, I think uh, Bud liked to have a bit of a, a harem going at all times. And this was wonderful. You know, the leading guru invited to UFO conferences everywhere and uh, seen as a superstar in exploring this new extraordinary um, thing which so many people believed in, alien abduction. And I think at the same time, I, I'm going back to, um, going back about 20 years here, at, at the same time, various polls in, in the U.S. showed that something like 55% of the population believed that uh, we were being visited by aliens from outer space. And, um, yeah, you know, some people said, yes, I'm sure there's something going on. I'm sure the government, or sorts of people interviewed, I'm sure the government is knows about this and is keeping it from us. And uh, this was, you know, he was just... Um, he was a superstar, Bud. I did like, I, I liked Bud very much as well. And uh, I remember the first time I met him was at some uh, UFO conference in Lincoln, Nebraska. And um, that was the first time I have met him. And I was a speaker at that. And I chatted with Bud afterwards. And I said, Bud, um, I've, got, I've got a nice bottle of scotch of my room. Why don't you come up and help me drink it? And we, we, we can talk about all your abductions and uh, what's going on. Well, Bud, Bud did just that. And he brought with him quite a number of his subjects. I think he had at least three girls who were uh, hypnotic regression subjects of his who uh, said they'd been abducted. And I remember sitting uh, sitting up in the, in the room in this hotel and it got very late at night, and the bottle was nearly empty. And I said, hey, Bud, I, I think we ought to close to this because um, I've no doubt there are some little aliens sitting up there in, the, in their flying saucers on the roof who are waiting for these ladies, and uh, we ought to call it a day. <laughs> and one, one of the abductees then burst into a flood of tears. I'd been so disbelieving and uh, cynical about her unfortunate predicament. And uh, on the, uh, on the uh, this was before the Linda, the Linda Cortili, Linda Napolitano saga. And I do remember that the next day we all went back and I think I flew back on the same plane, sat next to Bud, and he was saying, I was saying, is this, is this is this real? Do you do you believe this? These abductions are actually happening, and these aliens are taking these women. And uh, Bud said to me, "You look at that." I said, "Yes, I do." And and I'll tell you a very good reason for believing this, because just just in the last few months, um, I have this woman who uh, I've interviewed extensively, and I've had a request, and uh, she 
has been abducted from her apartment building in New York City um, a number of times, and I'm going to tell more and, and make it public. And um, I have the backing of people in MUFON, and this is the real deal. And uh, that, of course, was the Linda, Linda Napolitano case, which I hadn't heard a thing about before that. And th that's what happened. And um, when he was just about to publish his first book, not, not the book about Linda Napolitano, I forget the name of his first book, um, Whitley Strieber uh, su suddenly arrived in New York and said, look, can you, can you hold off? Because I'm publishing my book. And I'd like to meet um, uh, meet the subject of your book, um, who, who was called Debbie Debbie um, Debbie Jordan. I think her name has changed now. And uh, so Bud reluctantly agreed to postpone his publication for a few months, and uh, that's when Whitley Strieber published Communion. And uh, they weren't exactly friends because uh, Bud thought Whitley was trying to get in on the act and Whitley thought that uh, Bud is being mean by not, not introducing me to the various uh, abductees who, who uh, he, he controlled, if you like. Now, I remember in terms of Bud Hopkins a long conversation with him, and I think it was about Whitley Streeper. This goes back what, to the early 90s or something like that. But also, uh -huh. Bud Hopkins and my old friend Jim Mosley were not exactly friends. So Jim would tell me one instance where he saw Bud Hopkins at the convention, and when Bud saw Jim, the middle finger went up in the usual way. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can believe that, certainly. So let's get back to that. Okay, I want to separate some of this stuff here. Okay. Okay. So Whitley Strieber made it all up based on what you tell me, what you heard from his late wife. Bud Hopkins, yes. he seemed to have believed a lot of this, right? Bud Hopkins, well, he said he did. Yeah, he said he did. And he, he said, I've never had any experience of aliens directly myself, but... There are all these women, and uh, they tell me these stories. They tell me what's happened to them, and under under aggression, uh, they they say they are being taken into UFOs and um, all sorts of things being done, um, medical examination, and and uh, sometimes impregnation, things of this kind. And um, he at least said he believed. He said he believed what they were telling him. And for that matter, it's, it's not really so much as what a person believes or even what a person says they believe, because I've been in the same place with um, Stan Friedman. And, you know, talking to him, I said, uh, Stan, do you, do you really believe? Do you really believe that? And uh, he always approached it from a uh, sort of uh, intellectual point of view, what he, what he was telling us. He, he wouldn't reply directly as to whether he believed what he was telling us about aliens from 
seat or reticuli or anything of this kind. He'd sort of put it back at me and say, well, this is what I've been told. This is what I've seen. Here we have the evidence from Betty Hill, who under aggression has come up with this star map and so on and so on. And by um, the way, we'll get into much more of this. We're really cruising around a lot of areas here and a lot more to come with George Sheen and Tim. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. Shopsupertea.com. USA News Update. New this Sunday, a critical situation unfolding as Israel's war on Hamas continues. While Israeli soldiers have been killed in battle, word now the Al-Qids hospital in Gaza is reportedly out of service. The IDF Israeli Defense Forces say terrorists have been operating in tunnels underneath these medical facilities. The war starting as a result of the terrorist attack back on October 7th, where Hamas slaughtered 1,200 Jews at a music festival and at various kibbutzes, setting homes on fire. Approximately 240 people, mostly Israelis, kidnapped. The president of France, Emmanuel Macron, calling for a ceasefire. I think this is the only solution we have. Pro-Palestinian rallies being held around the world this weekend with one held outside the home of President Biden in Delaware. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News. Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy, says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at, no pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. 
Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So when it comes to Bud Hopkins, it sounds to me like he was accepting of it, but not 100% from what you're telling me. Yes, yes, I, I would say that. I mean... He was in the same uh, position as many other researchers, like um, like Izzy, for instance, who, who was saying, you know, I'm being told all of this by Linda Howe. And, you know, she's saying this is all real. It's the aliens are doing this. And he wouldn't say, I don't disbelieve it. He, he, he would say... No, we, we have to consider this. We have to consider this. This is ex- extraordinary. What, what is going on is extraordinary. It's a great mystery. And I, you know, there are various possibilities, but it seemed back then um, in the 90s that Linda was the, the, leading, uh, the leading explainer, the leading ufologist at explaining what was happening with the mutilations. Similarly with alien abductions, but Hopkins was saying, this is what it appears to be. This, uh, we must accept what these people are telling us. Tim? What about, um, what about David Jacobs? Uh, now, uh, he has some, some really good credentials, but from the books that I've read, that he's written... You know, he, he he seems to be a little naive, I suppose, on the subject. Um, maybe that's not the, the, the best word, but, I mean, he's very accepting on a lot of the stories that he's been told and that he's uncovered to the point where I think that his last book, I mean, he was fearing uh, an entire takeover of the planet by uh, uh, hybrids. I believe that's right. I believe David Jacobs is a, an absolute believer in this respect. Doesn't mean to say he's right. But um, another interesting one, uh, if we're talking about um, abductions, is uh, John Mack, the, the late John Mack. Mm-hmm. And as you know, he, he was a, a professor at Harvard, and he uh, did a lot of research into, into the alien abduction subject and talked to... Um, talked to many abductees, usually women, and uh, he uh, 
he he told people he said well yeah you know i've spent hours listening to what um so and so the subject has told me uh, about being abducted by aliens and uh judging by all the criteria which are available it sounds as if she's telling the truth and um john mack was you, you may think i'm cynical for expressing doubt in some of these testimonies and things about alien abduction but uh, john mack was certainly not cynical and he he would say well i can't see any reason for not accepting uh, i can't see any reason for not accepting what this person is telling us but you have somebody like john mack who i mean you know this 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 guy he was no slouch um and he ended up being a very accepting of the stories that he heard so in your own opinion i mean what do you think is going on that makes somebody like john mack become i don't want to say you know become a believer but at least become accepting that he thinks that that these people are telling the truth as they see what has happened to them well it, it all comes back to this matter of truth and mm -hmm. um i think we're here um really we're no longer talking about ufology or ufos or even aliens. We're, we're talking about psychiatry and psychology and um, what's going on in these people's heads. And they may think it's the truth. They may think this is what's happening to my life. They may put all the blame for the, um, you know, the terrible things they have to endure. They may put it on the aliens, but um, this is all in their heads. I, d I don't think anything physical is happening. I, I don't think um, these subjects, these, ab these alleged abductees, are actually physically being taken into alien spaceships or anything. I think this is in another realm, which is basically only in their heads. Uh, okay, but I want to ask you something here in their heads. Does that mean that they are internally making it all up or having some kind of collective experience? Um, I think, uh, I wouldn't say they're making it all up. Uh, I mean, this is um, a subconscious thing. A subconscious thing. Let's, let's look at it like this. Um, a lot of people dream, a lot of people have very vivid dreams, and some have recurring dreams. And I think some people, when, when these recurring dreams uh, seem very real to them, they almost intentionally sort of encourage it, and they go further. And they get stuck in this sort of loop here. And I think uh, various alien abductees are in in this place it's this is all happening in their heads usually in their subconscious and a lot of this may be um you know, you know what they dreamed uh dreamed the previous night it may not be 
immediately clear to them uh, what they did dream. They may not be able to recall it except under hypnosis. Yes, but it may be fair to say also that some of these people are very seriously affected by it one way or another. Some suggest it's a very traumatic experience. And I've met people like that who claim to have this experience. Others claim that they've gotten messages from ET or some higher being, and they now have to exhort or evangelize the message of peace and love. Sure. I've heard that too, yeah. But um, this is not really too much different from uh, seances and contact with discarnate spirits and things of this kind. The seance room and messages from beyond. Uh, this is just messages from alien, aliens. Uh, we, we sh maybe we should stop thinking of aliens as being um, actual, real, physical, living creatures. Maybe we should think of them as being some kind of discarnate entity, if that means anything who is only contactable through, through, through one's subconscious. Uh, you talked about um, who's the guy from uh, David Jacobs, David Jacobs, and I talked to him too. And he was in, he had a number of subjects he was in contact with, um, including some woman in England. And uh, they had, this is before the days of Zoom, so I think they had long sessions on the telephone. And um, she was telling him, you know, uh, I'm, uh, I've been approached by alien hybrids. And uh, he, uh, he always wanted to know more, and then he gave her advice on what to do. The whole thing ended in some awful scandal, and she... Uh, Said, said that Jacobs was a fraud and uh, I can't remember what the accusations were but this went on for time in, in the UFO press. I can give you some background on that George in the next segment. We've got okay. George, Tim and Gene you're in. The Pericast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. 
In a world where financial landscapes can change rapidly, safeguarding your savings and retirement accounts is paramount. Direct Bullion USA is more than just the number one rated gold bullion dealer in America. We're your trusted partner in navigating the uncertainties of hyperinflation and political upheaval around the world. Direct Bullion USA can provide you with the knowledge and resources to fortify your financial stability and protect what matters most. Call us now at 888-787-GOLD. Precious metals like gold and silver have been a safe haven investment for hundreds of years. Get started when you call Direct Bullion USA at 888-787-4653 and get your free gold investing starter kit today. All it takes is one call to 888-787-GOLD. Take control of your retirement and protect your future with Direct Bullion USA. Call 888-787-4653. That's 888-787-GOLD. It's obvious the unthinkable is happening. With all the recent media distractions, most folks never saw it coming. But a few did. Their guts told them something very wrong was going on. And now the headlines are proving them right. The people in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. Folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells biomass stoves, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, gravity-powered water filters, heirloom seeds, and survival gear that may come in handy soon. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. It's time to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492 800-509-4492 That's 800-509-4492 This is Be the Merciless. You are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio, exactly according to my plan. The person you're talking about is not from the UK. She is from New Zealand. And she claimed to have been in contact and to have been sexually attacked by extraterrestrials. And this got to be pretty crazy. And I think Jacobs should not have agreed to work with her. But both Jacobs and Hopkins received voluminous amounts of paper material from her. And Jacobs tried, I think it was Skype actually, with which she tried to communicate with her during these sessions. And none of it ever made sense to me. 
So I have the kind of opinion here that Jacobs maybe felt he can get to the bottom of something, was helping this woman who was clearly distressed, but she also probably had some experiences, but I don't think they were ET related. And the problem is here is that I felt bad for her, but she made it really like a mission of hers to bring down David Jacobs, complain to his employer and everything. And then when she presented so-called transcripts of their sessions to attack him, she omitted stuff that would clearly demonstrate that Jacobs probably had done nothing wrong, except, of course, for making the decision to deal with her anyway. I know we had some experience with this in our Paracast forums where it got crazy. You had this group of people who became her fanboys, and they Uh went for everything she said. And others who thought that she's wacky and let's believe Jacobs, I try to have a middle ground to respect everybody's position and see what really happened. And that didn't work with some of these people. They attacked me Uh online. It was a rather dreadful encounter where they attacked me online. They tried to hack me. They tried to damage my reputation with the apartment complex where I lived, where they harass the leasing agent. It all stemmed from that. I won't get into it all, but listeners to the Powercast know what's going on here. But as far as David Jacobs, my impression, correctly, if I'm wrong, George, is that he maintained, based on his hypnotic sessions with these people, that E.T. was trying to create a race of hybrids in order to take us over quietly. You know, they'd infiltrate government positions. We'd wake up one day and E.T. was in control. Now, as a practical matter, I don't believe a word of it, except I think as bad as the world is today, the shape it's in, all the things that are going on, E.T. taking over may not seem so bad. (laughs) Well, I like that version. I did talk to David Jacobs once. This is before this big row blew up about this woman. I gathered he was in contact with a woman, whether it was this one or another one, in England. And she said she had been attacked by alien hybrids. And I said, oh, where did she find these alien hybrids? And it turned out that she went into some sleazy bar somewhere in London and had on more than one occasion been approached by some horrible man, you know, who tried to get off with her. And I think Jacobs always said, oh, that's it. That must have been an alien hybrid. They look exactly like humans. You wouldn't know them apart. And he encouraged her in the belief that these were alien hybrids. And he didn't tell her to sort of stop or don't go to that bar or go somewhere else. He sort of gave her advice as to how to play it. And I think this is probably what got him into trouble in the long run. Because I I think these are just sleazy, sleazy men who she found in certain bars. A woman has the right to go to a sleazy bar and get on with someone, just as a man does. Go to a sleazy bar. I'm sure they have a right, but they (laughs) may get in trouble. Yes, they might in many ways that we can't even conceive of here because this is a family show. But at the same time, <laughs> Jacob's taking seriously that this is an indication that E.T.'s up to no good 
makes little sense. Also, obviously, a lot of this information would come to him in the form of hypnotic regression. So his last appearance several years ago on the Paracast with Chris O'Brien and myself, I asked him, you know, when you talk to these people, do you make sure when you interview them under hypnosis that you don't ask leading questions? You know, the danger you're suggesting to somebody what the outcome might be. He became a little uppity over that and said, there are no leading questions. I thought before then he was a serious guy trying to do serious work. But now he comes up with this and I kind of lost all respect for him as a result. Yeah. Well, just to wrap up this bit about alien abduction. I did write a piece which runs to several pages, which I was going to send to the Paracast about my first introduction to the alien abduction subject and various people who claim to have been abducted. I was reluctant to post it in the past because there were names involved, but I think I can do that now. And of course, it, it does mention Bud Hopkins and it mentions Whitley Strieber. <laughs> and I think it's quite an amusing piece, so I'll let you have that. What I'd like to do with it, George, is to make it into a guest editorial in our weekly newsletter. That way it goes to people, not just in the forums, but to separate subscribers. And then if one of those people sues us, <laughs> I could just tell them, guys, I welcome the publicity. I do not have a lawyer. I cannot afford a lawyer. Well, if you put me in that position, I'm sure that we have listeners who are lawyers and would be happy to defend us. At least I hope. That might be my dream, of course. Right. Where do you go from here? What do you have coming up next, George? I don't have an awful lot, but uh, I did do a little book called just called UFO in the Wooden Book series. I did that, oh, I can't remember, about 10 or 15 years ago. And... Um, it's time to renew it. So I'm going to... Uh, John Martineau of Wooden Books is my publisher, and he's asked me to do an update on that. So I'm going to put some interesting new things in. And I don't, wish, I don't wish to sound totally cynical and totally skeptical of everything. I think it's a fascinating subject. And as, I, as Dave Marlin said to me, well, uh, yeah, we, uh, we all have our views on what's real and what isn't real, but um, the whole thing, the whole subject is a wonderful sort of wonderland which we can all enjoy, whether we believe the aliens are abducting us or invading Earth or not. It's totally fascinating. Dave Marler was on your show before in the tribute to Izzy. He's been on several times, yes. We're always happy to have him, but it's good to have different viewpoints to talk about here. George, for listeners who want to know more about what you do, do you have a website or somewhere they can check you out? No, I don't. But you can tell them to read my book, which is called The Rendlesham Forest UFO Mystery and Project Honey Badger. I think it's selling quite well in America. And I was delighted to wander into some bookshop I'd never visited before in Arkansas just a few days ago. And that was my book on the shelf. So... Um, this is all quite encouraging. <laughs> Sounds like it to me, too. I've always enjoyed the rare occasions where I saw one of my books on the shelf. This goes back quite a few years. You can find us, yeah. by the way, on X, formerly Twitter, on Facebook, 
and on threads as the paracasts. Parenthetically, I was thinking here, now that we have Twitter now called X, maybe Facebook would change their name to Y. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's nice. You can find branded merchandise of the Paracast at theparacast.shop or the Paracast.store. We got both of them. Give you different places, four logos to choose from. We also offer the Paracast Plus at theparacast.plus. It's a streaming version where we give you this show without the network ads with higher quality audio and the exclusive bonus after the Paracast podcast where sometimes we continue discussions like... George Wingfield will be hanging out with us on After the Paracast, where it is uncensored and you never know what's going to happen next. We have the lowest subscription rates ever now. Check it out. Theparacast.plus, theparacast.plus. I'm glad we finally got connected after all this time. George Wingfield, thank you for joining us on The Paracast. Thanks, Gene. See you on The Plus. Featuring Gene Steinberg is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in the Paracast. <laughs>